Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey, what's up, everyone? It is Jokestrap. This is Wes Hoffman. This is episode number 51. Um, we are currently in the date of January 25th, uh, 2019. Thank you very much for listening. And, hey, let's just get right into it. Let's talk some sports. Um, tomorrow is the Oakland A's Fan Fest in Jack London Square, which is in Oakland, coincidentally. Uh, that is where their new headquarters is. That is nearby the site of where they want to build a ballpark. But... That's a pipe dream still. Uh, (laughs) Apparently, they're going to do like some tour tomorrow where you could follow Stomper, the mascot, over to the site of where the ballpark's supposed to be built or something like that. I'm not going to take that walk because I'm not going to live that dream just yet. Again, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, start digging and I'll start believing. Uh, until then, it's all talk. Uh, they talk some more this week about their plans and stuff like that. And like even former athletes like Mark Mulder are coming out on Twitter and they're like, yeah, it would, in quotes, be nice and stuff like that. Um, so we'll see. In a way, it's going to be a long progress still. But at least they're trying. Got to give them that. They want to keep the team in Oakland. And I'm all for keeping them in Oakland. Um, I still think it would be a lot easier just to rebuild at the current Coliseum site. But, you know... They want that waterfront territory, you know. Um, kind of feels like you're copying the Giants, you know. Kind of, just a little bit. But I get it. It's a beautiful spot, Jack London is. Um, but we'll see. Anyway, that is where the team headquarters is in Jack London. They do officially have a building there. Um, that's where the Fan Fest is. And it's always a nice setup when it's at Jack London Square. So looking forward to it tomorrow. Uh, free admission starts at 9.30 a.m., goes till 2 o'clock p.m., um, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, be good to see everybody out there, um, all the A's fans, out in their green and gold once again. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Um, some key players won't be at FanFest tomorrow. Uh, Chris Davis, uh, he hasn't attended one yet, so that's no surprise, but uh, Matt Chapman won't be there either. Um, he's still recovering from a, a minor surgery, so but he'll be good to go by spring training. So uh, some prospects that are going to be there that I was kind of surprised to find out. Uh, Jesus Lazardo is going to be there and uh, A.J. Puck. So two of their top prospects are uh, expected to be at FanFest tomorrow. So it would be kind of cool if uh, I had the chance to run into them, get their autographs. I would be very happy. Um, also, uh, big news. Well, not big news right now, but news recently regarding the Oakland A's. Um, is in regards to their uh, recent draft pick, um, Kyler Murray, who they chose number nine overall in the recent MLB draft. Um, Kyler Murray also uh, was a football player for Oklahoma University. Uh, He was their quarterback. Um, He asked if he could go back um, to quarterback one more season with Oklahoma. Uh, The A's are like, sure, you could do that, and then you'll join the A's after you're, you're done playing football. Um, I don't think anyone expected Kyler Murray to do as well as he did. Um, 
So he has a great season, ends up winning the Heisman Trophy. And and he, even though everyone's claiming, oh, yeah, he's going to stick with baseball, even his agent said he's going to stick with baseball, and uh, he has this big signing bonus if he sticks with the team. Uh, if he doesn't stick with the A's and he forgoes that signing bonus. Anyway, now Kyler Murray has declared himself eligible for the NFL draft. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I saw a blurb today that said um, Bob Melvin, the manager of the A's, expects Kyler Murray to uh, show up for spring training. Uh, I don't know what that means. Um, but, but yeah, it's just going to be a lot of wait and see what happens here. Uh, it could be that the A's potentially lose out on their draft pick, uh, which would suck. Um, but, hey, it's Kyler Murray's decision. He's the one that's ultra-talented in two sports, so more power to him. Um, someone said that uh, Murray was trying to bargain for, like, $15 million or something like that, but I don't think that was accurate. Susan Slusser of the San Francisco Chronicle came out and said, like, uh, that number doesn't seem to be accurate. So I don't know. They did have a meeting, the A's and Murray, um, to kind of discuss the future. Uh, not really sure what all was said. Um, I heard that uh, the A's may allow Murray to attend the NFL Combine. Um, and, you know, it may just come down to uh, where uh, Kyler Murray is drafted uh, in the NFL draft. Like, if he's drafted past the first round, he may decide, oh, okay, I'll just go back to, to baseball where I was drafted in the first round. But... You never know. So it'll be interesting to find out um, what he decides to do. I'm not going to be mad at him either way. Uh, I mean, it would be nice, of course, if he sticks with baseball, you know. But uh, if he goes with football, good luck to him. I don't really feel like his his play style really translates to the NFL. But I could be wrong. Stranger things have happened. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so there's that, and they signed another starting pitcher today, uh, Marco Estrada. They signed him to a one-year deal for $4 million. Estrada did not have the best of seasons last year uh, when he was pitching with the Toronto Blue Jays. He was 7-14, and which included a 3-7 and record at home in Toronto. Uh, he's 35 years old. Um, what I'm hoping is that a change of scenery will do him a little good um, and that he'll uh, pitch better. Uh, Toronto is a hitter's ballpark, as are a lot of the ballparks in the AL East. So maybe a change to the AL West will help him. Uh, Oakland has a pitcher-friendly ballpark, uh, unless you're facing Chris Davis. <laughs> and uh, they... Uh, um, yeah, so... Uh, I think for the most part, the ballparks in the AL West are pitcher friendly, uh, except for maybe Houston. But uh, yeah, so hopefully that'll that'll help uh, Marco Estrada rebound and have a good season. All I know is the A's need pitching, so they got a starter, and that's good progress for them. Um, let's go on to hockey now. Uh, the San Jose Sharks are now in the All Star break, as is every NHL team. Uh, the Sharks um, had a crazy end to their uh, first half of the season on Tuesday. Uh, that was Tuesday the 22nd. They played the Washington Capitals. Uh, they were in a game, and it was uh, they were losing 6-5, s- to five, and uh, they scored with 
less than a second left. Uh, Evander Kane knocked a goal in to tie it up at six. And then in overtime, Hurdle scored, which was his third goal of the game. So that gave him the hat trick. And the Sharks ended up beating the Washington Capitals 7-6. to six. Uh, Washington, of course, was the reigning, is the reigning Stanley Cup champion. Uh, so it was pretty cool to beat them. Um, Alexander Ovechkin also had a hat trick for Washington in that game. So it was pretty crazy. It's not every day you see a hat trick from a player from each team that's involved in a game. Um, and of course it was nice that the Sharks were able to come out on top, uh, finish, finish on a positive note going into the break. Uh, the all-star games actually being played in San Jose tomorrow. Um, so if you're an A's fan or Sharks fan like me, it kind of sucks that you're going to miss one, but you know, uh, that's fine. I am going to, I would (laughs) pretty much always, uh, pick the A's over the Sharks, but, uh, but yeah, um, it's in San Jose. I wouldn't be able to afford to go anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, it is nice that the Sharks have three representatives that are going to be playing in the games tomorrow, or in the game tomorrow, I should say. And um, uh, Pavelski, well actually, they probably only have two people playing, Pavelski and Burns. I think Eric Carlson might not be playing uh, due to injury. Um, we'll have to wait and find out, I guess, on that. I'm not sure on the last word on that. But uh yeah, that's uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, they have their skills competition today. Um, I didn't really pay any attention to that, so I'm not sure sure who won any of the shootouts or uh, anything like that in hockey. Um, the Warriors are doing well. They seem to be uh, doing better as of late. Um, they got uh, DeMarcus Cousins in the lineup now, Boogie Cousins. Um, DeMarcus has had a few few good games so far. Um, his first game back was fun. Um, he fouled out of the game. So it was like, all right, it's like good old DeMarcus Cousins is back in form already. Um, fouling out like he does. He didn't draw a technical foul, though. That was uh, Draymond Green that drew the technical fouls that game. Uh, so between uh, Draymond and DeMarcus, it might be a little fun to tra- tack, keep track of who has more technical fouls, uh, Draymond or DeMarcus. Um uh, my, I would say just because he has a head start that Draymond will end up with more come into the season. But during the playoffs, it might be a different thing. Um, so, yeah, the Warriors are doing well. Um, looks like uh, Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant will both be starting in the NBA All-Star Game, which takes place on February 17th. Oh, and Net, let's not uh, forget to discuss what's happening this Sunday. Um in the NFL, it is the Pro Bowl. Exactly. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. The AFC and the NFC, they don't even play in Hawaii. Uh, it's in Orlando. Who cares? Who wants to even play in that? And the players that are in the Super Bowl, they don't even play in the game because they don't want to get injured. So there's going to be no Patriots players and no um, whoever the team that's playing the Patriots that I can't remember right now. <laughs> the team I want to win and I can't remember. Oh, yeah, the Rams. Patriots at the Rams. So that's going to be the Super Bowl. <laughs> really hoping the LA Rams can pull it off. We shall see. Um, did the LA Rams deserve to be in this game? I I guess. I don't know. Um, there was a lot of shaky p- penalties, weird calls um, on the final days of playoffs on Sunday. Uh, that was the 20th. There was a lot of weird, crazy calls at, uh, in both games. A lot of questionable calls. 
So the refs were under heavy scrutiny uh, after both games, especially after the Saints-Rams game when there appeared to be a pass interference on a Saints player that never got called. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it happens. I uh, <laughs> I decided to I put a little blurb out on Facebook uh, after the or yeah, like right after the game. I said that Ram, the guy in the Rams dodged a penalty. That's what you call a dodge Ram. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it was bad. <laughs> it was it was like blatantly a penalty, and somehow the ref missed it. And uh, and then the funny thing is with the NFL is like. Uh, They'll get on the phone with like a coach after the game, and then the the head referees or whatever will talk to the coach, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, um, the the referees totally blew that call." Um, who gives a shit? Like, you're not gonna go back and change it now. Like, why are you telling us that? It's like everyone knew that they blew the call. I don't understand that. <laughs> like, okay, are you gonna find the referee? Why are you telling the coach? Like, I don't, I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, the referee blew the call. You're right. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, that's one part I don't understand. Uh, but anyway, uh, it should be an interesting Super Bowl. I'm sure the New England Patriots are a heavy favorite to win it. Uh, Tom Brady and all the likes, all the experience in the playoffs. They got Los Angeles Rams, which are a younger team. Uh, with a younger quarterback, uh, so we'll see. Um, it might be one of those games where in the first quarter nothing happens as everyone tries to settle in, and a lot of these Super Bowls lately seem to be like uh, second half is where the action really starts to take off. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'll be rooting for the Rams, and uh, hopefully they can pull it off. Um, What else? Oh, um, so I've actually been uh, watching... A lot of tennis lately. Uh, I don't know how many people listening to this podcast are interested in tennis, but uh, the Australian Open has been going on. Uh, it's a couple two-week tournament. It's one of the four major tournaments throughout the year in tennis. Australian Open, U.S. Open, Wimbledon, and uh, the French Open are the four major tournaments. Uh, Australian Open is the first one of the year. Um, it's probably my favorite of the four, too. Either that or uh, Wimbledon. Um it was actually when I was watching a Wimbledon match uh, between Andy Roddick and Roger Federer uh, years ago when I first became, like, uh, I guess excited about watching tennis at all because um, that match was incredible. But there have been some uh, great matches uh, this Australian Open, um, some, some fun ones to watch. Um, what was it? Uh, the other day... Um, Serena Williams was in a match that she was expected to win. Uh, she was up 5-1 to one in the third set, and she ended up losing. Um, and that was kind of a shocker, even though she was a lower seed, but still everyone expected Serena to win. Um, on the men's side, it's cool because the top two seeds are actually going to square off in the finals. Um, Novak Djokovic, number one, um, against uh, Rafael Nadal, number two. So that'll be a fun one to watch. Um, of course, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch them because Australia's like 19 hours ahead of us and it's starting at 7.30 p.m. their time on Sunday, uh, which is like 12.30 a.m. here. So I don't even think I'll be awake. I'll probably just wake up and watch the highlights. Um, 
For the women, it's uh, Naomi Osaka, who's the number four seed, facing off against Petra uh, Kivitova. Petra Kivitova uh, is the eight seed from Czech Republic. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going for Osaka in that one. Um, uh, she's from Japan, and uh, actually, she her interview, she's, like, really, really humble, and it's 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 like okay she hasn't she's not letting this go to her head uh, it's just really cool like how and she seems really calm too that's a crazy thing um but but yeah um it's been a lot of fun to watch uh the matches that i've been able to watch on tv and uh yeah so i'm looking forward to the next major tournament after this which is really the only time i pay attention to tennis there's so many like different uh competitions throughout the year but the majors are the only ones that i I really remember to like watch when they're on TV. Uh, so yeah, uh, tennis has been a lot of fun to watch. Um, and that's uh, pretty much what's going on in sports. So, uh, we got college baseball though starting up soon in San Jose State. Um, so in a few weeks, just a few more weeks, I'll be going to a San Jose State baseball game to check out the team, scope out the new players. Um, that'll be fun. And yeah. So let's talk, I guess, upcoming upcoming comedy shows or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, actually, uh, uh, talk a little bit about a birthday party I went to recently. It was my uh, friend uh, Brian's birthday party recently. Um, he's been doing these theme birthday parties. Uh, he did a Saturday Night Live theme. Um, so we were dressed up as Saturday Night Live, different Saturday Night Live characters and uh i decided to go as garth he was wayne uh we dressed up as wayne and garth before for like a talent show or something way back in high school anyway uh anyway it turned out to be a hit um other people at the place we were we were at old wagon saloon in uh, downtown san jose and like other people that were at the the bar they like were like oh are you guys doing a saturday night live theme so they recognized the costumes so i guess that's cool um and uh, I think Brian had fun. Um, the the joke I always have every year when we go out for Brian's birthday is um, I always ask, like, what time is he going to disappear? Because um, it seems like almost every year at some point he just disappears from his own party and no one knows where he went. So, like, the options were um, he's going to disappear at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 a.m., or, like, after we eat at La Vic's. Or something like that, and uh, it turned out to be he disappeared after we ate at Lavix. Now there was just three of us left at the party at this point. It's myself, um, our friend Andrew, and uh, Brian. Brian goes to the restroom at Lavix, and then uh, while he's in the restroom, Andrew goes to get in line for the restroom. Uh, Brian walks out of the restroom and then makes a straight beeline outside, and I'm like, okay, maybe. Uh, He's just going to get some air or something. And then I wait for Andrew. And then me and Andrew go outside and look for Brian. And Brian's nowhere to be found. <laughs> so I tried texting him. I tried calling him. And nothing. So I was like, okay, I don't know where he is. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully he finds his way home or whatever. Uh, call him the next home. <laughs> or I didn't call him the next morning. But I like message him i'm like okay are you there how'd you get home and he's like i don't know <laughs> so he has no recollection how he got home 
he doesn't drive, so I don't know if he waited for a light rail that late or what it was, but somehow he got home, so I guess that's good. But <laughs> it's always an adventure for his birthday. It seems like whenever <laughs> it comes to the end of the night, it's just a matter of when. When is Brian going to disappear? Anyway, uh, I guess the moral of that story is don't go to La Bex. Um But how can you not? Their sauce is so good. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, upcoming shows. Um, February 7th um, in Hayward. I'm going to be at a place called The Bistro. Um, that's with uh, Sean Boyles. Um, Cedric Drake is also on that bill. Um, Davies Agnoni. Um, so got that show coming up February 7th. Um, February 16th, Saturday, I'll be at the Spice Monkey in Oakland. And, uh, that's a couple of upcoming shows, uh, for now anyway. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, I'll be hitting up random open mics in between there too. Um, as always, you can stay tuned. You can stay tuned. You can stay tuned to my Facebook, um, Facebook, and uh, or Instagram or whatever. But Facebook is the more likely way you're going to find out about my shows or my website, uh, westhoffman.com. I will be uh, having my first weekend at Rooster Tea Feathers, um, March 21st through March 24th. Um, I still don't know who I'm going to be uh, opening for yet. But once I find that out, I'll let everybody know. And hopefully you guys can make it out to one of those shows. Anyway, I'll talk to you all later. Uh, Thank you all very much for listening. If it was boring, who cares, you know? (laughs) Hopefully you got yourself a nice nap. All right, I will uh, see you next time on Jokestrap.